0: Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby.
1: I'm Nick. I'm Amanda. I'm hungover. And uh, if you know me, that's very rare. I have to qu- I have to drink quite a bit for that to happen. But uh, I went over to Chad's house and visited his new house. He's been in there for about a year. I hadn't visited him. But um, yeah, we had a really good time. It was almost like a mini DLG con. We played uh, Binding of Isaac. We played uh, some Commander decks. We played cuphead um it was awesome and then our kids get along super well so like they're home, little homies right away but uh it's funny because uh his kids half filipino and she, her cousins came over and luna was as tall as their four-year-old so <laughs> she's she looks so huge compared to them but uh Dude. yeah and she calls she calls uh chad's baby who's only like a couple months younger baby like oh that's definitely a baby because she's half her size you know what i mean <laughs> she's uh Linda's in the like 90 percentile your kid's in the 99 percentile right yeah, yeah. she's a gigantic baby we'll go to the park and they will be like a four-year-old and she'll just like pat him on
2: the head and be like baby. <laughs> the, the,
1: the thing is too is uh people when they see such a big kid they don't know that they're two so they treat him like a four-year-old and they're like, you know, talking to him in full sentences and stuff like that. But, yeah, that's not going to fly. They're still little kids. But anyway, uh, we had a great time. Yeah, he loved all the games. First time he had played any of those, but he liked the Binding of Isaac a lot. He wanted to just keep playing and playing and playing. It might be the who... best. It might be the best uh, video game adaptation board game.
3: I, I, I don't so. agree, dude. No, uh, no. Oregon Trail. No. Oregon Trail's pretty awesome and really versatile. Guys, yeah. Cuphead's pretty agree. good, too. Yeah.
2: Um, for those who don't know, Chad was a former caster on here forever, part of the family. Uh, he's one of the original three, right? You Bobby, He's OG, Amelia? yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, I think um, I convinced him. I was like, "Dude, DLGCon is basically this, minus the kids jumping all over us and losing our dice like that <laughs> for three days." Well, like, he uh,
3: went to the first one. I met him at the first one. Yeah, he, he knows. just kind of
1: like rolled through. He wasn't there. That's like, true. You know, he oh, yeah. didn't participate. But uh, yeah, maybe I'll get him to come out this year. I haven't seen Chad in like eighteen years. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, what about you, Bummy? When's the last time you seen Chad?
0: Uh, the first DLG con. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. So it's been about four years.
1: Oh, uh, and then. Oh, well, he's he, a busy man. He hit five years on um, at Blizzard. Uh, I posted some pictures. They gave him a real sword, uh, a, a real like Alliance sword. Um, I think it's in the Discord. Did you see it, Sniper? I wonder. It's I wonder if real you. Get the life ch- I saw
2: it. it was like Alliance or Horde. think it was Horde if you got like an axe.
1: I think weighs thirty five pounds, and it's not that that long, so it's just a sturdy piece of. You could easily kill people with it, easily. Like it's a real. That's awesome. Horde. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I guess uh, there's not very many of them, so uh, some people are. There's one on sale for on eBay for twenty thousand dollars right now. So wow. yeah. It was it's pretty wow. fucking cool. I was I made the joke that for five years I got a uh foam dump truck keychain. So uh different companies, different perks.
3: That's very true. Yeah. But uh you know, it's a good thing uh mentioning Blizzard, this is a video game podcast. Mm-hmm. So moving on to on the radar <laughs> games that have come to our attention. <laughs>
2: You know, uh, I was doing this last week, Amanda. When you weren't here, I was yeah. I,
3: I, of, uh, I heard, yeah, had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> i heard yeah, it's it's all right it's back i'm back baby and starting with bringing it back we bring in the spirits back through a bridge i put on my on the radar kenna bridge of the spirits it's this story-driven action adventure kind of game where you're exploring a bit with fast-paced content or sorry fast-paced combat and uh it it came out september 26 but i can't remember where i found it i'm sure it popped up on my little discovery queue thing and it just looks like a fun uh game to play and explore that has a lot more story so you know bobby's not going to check it out which is cool because i would like to check it out (laughs) so you can you interact with like all these different little spirits and you're going to help free them uh that are trapped in like some village and it's just supposed to be a beautiful kind of reminds me in a way of the mechanics of um it takes two which is cool but i i don't think it is um i don't think yeah it's only single player And so, but it has a lot of uh, like really good combat moments and rotations and different combinations that you could use. And it just looks really cute and pretty and fun. It's
1: a beautiful game.
3: Yeah. It looks very beautiful.
1: Yeah. It looks like so
3: far. Very positive reviews. 91%. Very good. Very positive. Yeah. Yeah. It looks pretty.
1: Yeah. It looks like, uh, like little minion spirits help you out to accomplish tasks. Maybe. Yeah. It looks good. Dude. You want
2: to know some spirit shit that looks creepy as fuck Mm. is Silent Hill F. So for those who don't know, Konami had their little Silent Hill uh, festival uh, this past week. They announced three Silent Hill games as well as a Silent Hill movie. And I believe the guy who directed the second game, which is the most popular Silent Hill, is directing the movie. So, And it's supposed to be a direct adaptation of the game, apparently. Um, if you're looking at the screen right now, if you're a live viewer, you're watching some Silent Hill F right now. Um, it's very midsummer ish as far as like how the vibe goes and like horror. Um, apparently w- what it looks like is like, there's like these capillaries that grow on like the floor and all over the walls, all lo- all inside the city and whatever they grab, they turn into flowers. Um, but like the capillaries look like blood vessels and things like that, but the flowers look normal. Um, they haven't shown any gameplay. It's just a th- uh a trailer, like a thematic trailer. They did release some information about the game itself. It's gonna be set in nineteen sixties Japan. Or nineteen sixties or nineteen fifties. One of the two. Pretty sure it's sixties. No, it's sixties. Um nineteen sixties Japan, so that vibe is pretty different from what we see in video games. Um I mean, if we wanna if you guys wanna check out the last of this trailer, uh, it's pretty pretty gross especially if you have that fear of holes yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah and then um the other two games that they announced was a full remake of Silent Hill 2 um that's coming for P- on PC and PlayStation 5 immediately i don't know PlayStation 5 immediately and then on consoles and PC a year later um i don't remember what the last steam i mean the last oh. um silent hill game is um but i'm pretty sure it's a mobile game i can't remember don't call me on that yeah silent hill f yeah cool. that was creepy
3: i think that looks amazing yeah i love silent hill i am a little bitch and cannot uh you know i I wonder i was wondering with the f and at the end yeah they put the f like it's forte like in music when you're playing really loud like It's interesting. I wonder why they have it with the F. But anyway, um, yeah, dude, that looks amazing. I loved Silent Hill. I used to watch that all the time growing up. Silent Hill 2, My buddy played because I can't play it. Yeah, I'm a pussy, so I can't. I can't play it. But <laughs> um, I mean, I my friend played a lot of it, and so, dude, I'm excited for any new Silent Hill thing. I think that looks cool and unique and different, like a different direction, but still very Silent Hill.
2: That is so aggressive. I, um... I am going to be playing this with Leslie for sure because I love playing spoopy games with her. Um, can I watch? <laughs> I mean, if you want, I can try to stream on the PlayStation 5. It's pretty easy, apparently.
1: There's a. Yeah, uh, and then uh, I saw today on my queue Silent Hill 2 has a Steam page now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know when the TBA is Uh, uh but, Yeah. yeah. Cool. cool. That looks good. Um, I have Hyper Demon. Um is a crazy looking game. I don't wanna play it. Um it it's insane looking. Um it looks like a I don't know if this word is right, Bobby, but it is it stereoscopic? Kinda like kinda like a fish eye lens. Fast forward a little bit, dude, or yeah. Get to the the gameplay. So this is the same people that made Devil Daggers, Bobby. Do you remember that game? Oh yeah, it was a great yeah. game. Yeah, Devil Daggers oh, was awesome. God. And uh, but it was black and white. So it was a lot of this. You're kind of like shooting these daggers or whatever spell out of your hand and you're just it's wave survival and everybody I mean, it sold a lot of copies because people were trying to beat each other's high scores. And you could, uh, after you played, you could see all your friends high score. And we were just like going back and forth, trying to, trying to do as best as we can. And, uh, it's, yeah, it's just a like crazy amount. It's bullet hell, but in first person. Uh, but this version, uh, they added color and the view is insane. Like I'm saying, yeah, today.
3: it's, it's like that fishbowl lens fish kind of thing. Like and it, lens flare. it's so, cr- it's like an LSD trip yeah. of like a shooter. Yeah. Like I, this popped up on my discovery Q2 and I was watching it and I couldn't, I couldn't stay watching it. Cause I was just like, ah, dude, that's just like sensory overload.
2: <laughs> yeah. I think if you do drugs and you play this game, it'll look normal.
1: <laughs> yeah That's it might, what it that happen. might be the key or piece.
3: you're gonna throw up <laughs> for sure it's crazy, overwhelmingly positive though
1: yeah, devil daggers was awesome um how much is this uh
3: fifteen dollars
1: fifteen dollars um yeah, not for me, man, too much too much. sensory overload, but very mm-hmm. interesting that must have been cool. a strong decision by somebody like. No, man. We're going to make it look crazy. And they're gonna like, it's not going to sell! <laughs>
2: Sells like hotcakes. Yeah. Yeah, there you go.
1: Yeah. I what
2: feel like know? I'm on the cusp of an epileptic attack. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean a seizure? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. Wow. Alright, the game I got this week is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Cowabunga Collection. I didn't know this existed. This just popped up on uh, my Steam queue, and I loved these games. These beat em up brawler games, all the Nintendo ones, the Super Nintendo ones, uh, played the hell out of these. The arcade ones, loved them. Um, this is just a, a collection of all these games. It came out about six weeks ago and it was 40 bucks, but it's on sale right now. I think for about 30. Uh, gotta say, personal favorite was the one on the, I think, no, it wasn't Nintendo. Um, the second Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That one, absolutely loved and uh also turtles in time that was a good one apparently there are a lot of these games after that that i wasn't even aware of uh and those are included in the the bundle as well as like original japanese ones that weren't released in america um a lot of people don't know this, but there was a turtles fighting game too. I like think you saw some um, screens of it. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was like Street Fighter, but with Ninja Turtle characters, and it was actually pretty good. But it wasn't a very popular game. It didn't catch on like you know Clay Fighter, or Street Fighter, or Mortal Kombat. Um, did Clay Fighter catch on? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I, I thought that was a funny. <laughs> I feel uh, like
1: you're living your
2: dream. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Clay I, yeah. Fighter was Clay good, Fighter. man.
0: Clay Fighter and uh, uh, the one with the dinosaurs, Brutal Rage, I think it was called.
1: Dude,
2: Damn, that yeah. one was good. Carnal Rims. Is it Primal Rage? It might be Primal
0: Rage. Yeah. Can we get a a fact check on that? Um, That was a good one. Um, But yeah, it's got all these Ninja Turtle games all in one bundle here. The price tag's a little high, but...
1: Is it like 15 games? I've
0: seen like 20 games. Yeah, if you scroll down, it'll list all the games, and there's quite a few. Um, Yeah, Yeah. there they are. It's quite a bit of them. But they do a really good job with these. I've picked up a few of these bundles of these old school games, the Disney Afternoon Collection, the Mega Man X Collection. There's several Mega Man ones. And they preserve the game. There it is. It was Primal Rage. Mm. Yeah, great game. Um, But they preserve the original game, but they put in all the modern inventions that make it playable again, like uh, saving the state or online uh, multiplayer co-op.
1: Not requiring quarters.
0: Yeah, not requiring this. Yeah, because that's where it, what the a lot of the beat 'em up brawler games were designed as, just to get you to put in as many quarters as possible. Like that Simpsons game. That game is yeah. not built for you to beat. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless like you know you do some weird like speed run or like play it incessantly where you like memorize the attack patterns or something. But it's just kind of designed just to eat up a bunch of quarters. Yeah, but I, when uh,
1: you play them under these conditions, they end up being not as frustrating. Because mm-hmm. you just come right back, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And and they also have like achievements and stuff like that too. So yeah, I do like these bundle games, but I tend to wait till the prices drop. Forty bucks is a little high for me.
1: I'm not a hundred percent, but I, I want to say I saw this on Game Pass. Probably I'm not hundred percent though.
0: I are you thinking of the new Turtles game that got released? The one where they re uh, the guys that did the Streets of Rage four. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Could be that one. I think that one's on Game Pass. I yeah. can't remember that game. I played it. I beat it, but can't remember what it was called.
1: Huh. Okay. And then uh, last, I have um, a Plague Tale Requiem that came out last week or sometime this week. Uh, There's a sequel to my game of the year from some year, uh, uh, Plague Tale Innocence. I really, really enjoyed that game. And uh, it's one of the few games where I was really into the uh, the story, actually and um i want to play the sequel for two reasons one it's it's getting very good reviews it's like a 90% and uh and it continues the story it leaves it picks up where Immediately the last where one you left off well i don't know he uh, the, the he, your younger brother seems maybe a couple years older so um so mm. some things has gone down in the interim but um yeah i mean if it's anything like the first one the reviews are already good i want to play it i haven't been played any long form games because uh god of war is my long form game right now but i have a feeling this is not going to be on game pass very long so i think i might jump over to game pass just to play this and see if it sticks and then if not then i'll go back to god of war
0: uh, i heard they whenever. removed the original Plague tale from game pass
1: interesting what a, that's an yes, odd move
0: they, they
2: did i can't play it anymore
1: yeah that's an odd move because like usually you put out the first one for free or whatever to try to boost sales on the second one mm-hmm. but um yeah i'm great i'm so glad it's on game pass because it's 50 bucks on steam and probably worth it you know
0: mm-hmm. i've been seeing a lot of commercials for this game
1: yeah it's like a small french developer and they've you know they're doing triple a content with a double a AA budget so good on them very cool okay. yep
3: I mean, speaking of also popping in and getting something free when you can, like Game Pass, Epic. If anybody remembers that <laughs> as a game out there uh, for free, it's Evo Land. It came out in 2013, and I put that on my radar because it sounds. Uh, this is the first time I've heard of this game, and it's it seems really cool because you're journeying through a history of action adventure gaming like through the decade of like the original Pokemon and Zelda and like, but it's its own game. You're just kind of going through the style and the gameplay. So it seems like a living history video game to me, Uh, which is so cool. I love when shit does that. (laughs) I love when developers create games like that. And I love playing games like that. And so this is free on Epic right now. Um, I'm thinking I'm going to pick it up and check this out because it's $10 on Steam, which isn't a lot, but I mean, you can get it for free. Why not get it for free? You know, mm-hmm. um, and it has very positive views over time, like 83% positive.
1: Another Chad, like I said, it
3: just seems interesting.
1: Chad, uh, name drop here. He he wanted to give this game of the year back when he played this. Um, he thought it was so interesting that, you know, you go from 8-bit to 16-bit to 64-bit as the story's progressing. progressing. Uh, there's also yeah. an Evil Land 2 that I think uh, takes that even further where you just go up into modern day. There's an evil land too, as well. Uh, But yeah, he, he loved it. I never played it, but it's, I've always thought it was a great concept.
3: Well, Well, it's free on Epic right now. There we go. If you want to check it out. Um,
2: This reminds me of like, so in San Jose, there's a, there's a museum called the museum of modern sciences. Right. And they used to have for four years, a video game exhibit exhibit. Mm. and they had like an area where it was like the evolution of graphics and video games and they used Zelda as like one of the um like key demonstrations for it and it it was this reminds me of it exactly like it's it's kind of trippy actually
3: mhm yeah i like said free on epic pretty cool
1: zelda's been pretty there neat. the whole time so it's a good it's a good uh benchmark
0: yeah
3: very true
1: yeah 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 mhm
0: all right, time to talk about some games that we have played, Emilio looks like you 've got a lot here
1: yeah, but i 'm going to talk about two of them at the same time, pretty much. Um, I played two vampire survival games that's that 's what i 'm going for or with with the uh the genre so uh, rogue Genesea, I talked about when I played the demo um, Next fest? No, before Next fest, and uh, I said it was the best looking of these uh, Vampire Survival it kind of looks like Octopath Traveler a little bit, it has some of that you know, uh, portrait mode type f- phasing out of what you're not focusing on and uh, it's like a 2.5D so you, you kind of look like a real character running around in a real field it's pretty cool, it's uh, definitely the best looking graphics I've seen in one of these um, and uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun And I bought two games. I bought this, and I bought Uh, Brotato. Brotato is you play uh, as a potato, and you... uh, It's the same thing. uh, Survival game. But uh, one is, like, new, and the other one has been around... Brotato's been around a little bit longer. As overwhelmingly positive as 5,000 reviews. And uh, by all accounts, you would think, like, it's a better game, you know? But the... And it is, it probably is, you know, it's been around longer. It's an act. It's all, it's not an early access. I don't think anymore. And it's got the number, it's got all kinds of stuff. It got tons of characters. It's got tons of, uh, abilities. It, it did all the numbers. It has, you know, it's balanced and, oh, it's still an early access, but it's a further way further along than rogue, uh, Genesea. But, you know, I just got captured by the, um, by the look. If I'm going to be looking at a screen for hours and hours, I need more than three colors. So just just the graphics alone is almost enough to like carry this game. Plus, like it's a whole field. I know it doesn't matter because it's just it doesn't it just repeats after a while. It's kinda like an old cartoon. But on Brotato, it's like a, you're playing by a four by four sc- uh grid. It's like tiny. There's just nowhere to go. I don't know. Um <laughs> like I said. Brotato probably has more things going for it, but I think Rogue Genesea has more uh, potential. So uh, I returned Brotato, and I was playing Rogue Genesea. And so, there's not much there.
2: How much longer has
0: Brotato? Because Brotato is released eight days older than Rogue Genesea.
1: Well, in those eight days, they did a lot they, of fucking they did number a
0: fucking work.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, man, that's... Yeah, that's oh, pretty rough, man. No, it's rough getting fact-checked live, dude. I, and I feel your pain, Nick.
2: Dude, every day of my life, <laughs> this is what it's like having a wife. By the way,
1: she's like Nicholas. You didn't fall in the fourth grade.
2: I'm like, you don't know that. She's like, your mom told me. Like, Shut up. I'm like,
3: all right. Damn, hate to see it. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right. I'm just kidding. I love Nick, Lizzie. what you got? Um. So, me and Leslie, speaking of my wife, uh, we love playing co-op games together. Hey, she's always a co-op partner that's reluctantly wanting to play. Um, we played a Warhammer game, surprise, surprise. Uh, it's one that we've been waiting a little bit to come out. It's called Shooter's Blood and Teeth. Um, and it's kind of like a paper craft game, at least the the cutscenes, right. Um, but as far as like the gameplay and everything, it's a side-scroller 2D shooter. Like metal slug um, the yeah kind of like metal slug um man are the voice lines hilarious or is this the story is hilarious um we did run into a couple bugs like one time i disappeared for leslie um i it was still able to play and kill stuff we just had to complete the level with me being essentially invisible for her um it's interesting so we're, we're we've beaten three bosses so far uh, we've beaten a tank, like a super tank, and then, like, an orc boss. Um, the game is kind of challenging on, um, on the normal difficulty. Me and Leslie will die quite often. Um, as far as, like, things to praise the game for, um, it's fun and it's attitude. Um, it's also only 17 bucks right now. Um, it's not coming out on console or anything for a while. I believe until like December for PS five, but right now on PC it's on sale for 10% off and normally 20 bucks. Um, the it's four player co-op. What's really nice though, is that you can customize your character to make them look extremely different. So it's not easy to lose each other on screen. There is friendly fire. Um, even if you turn it off as bad as it sounds, <laughs> Um, there's friendly fire with explosions, yeah, yeah, and and fire, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of times where me and Leslie lit each other on fire. Um, yeah, and and what I what I said about this game when I played the demo is still a tr- very true. You don't need to know anything about Warhammer to play this game at all. Um, and Leslie thought the opening cinematic and the opening cutscene was hilarious. She's like, this game is really fun. Um, it's not going to permanently replace isaac because it's not a roguelite um the unlock system is quite nice you find uh, all kinds of uh loot but the main resource is teeth as weird as it sounds uh, you use the teeth to unlock stuff and every gun has three variants so you, so you have the standard version and then three variants so for example like the shotgun uh there's a double barrel shotgun where it has four barrels <laughs> instead of two and uh, you can shoot four shots instead of just two, um, but the cool variant is like a laser shotgun that has lasers that bounce around all the place that light people on fire. Um, but the thing is, like, its spread is horrendous; like, it just takes up half the screen.
1: Um, and hey, Nick, so are you bought two copies of this?
2: Yeah, so I bought two copies. I might return one copy. Um, the the thing is, like, local. Online, I mean, local multiplayer is kind of funky. The online multiplayer is still pretty easy. Um, so I don't, I, don't, I, I still have time to return it.
1: So you're saying the couch co op wasn't working as well as uh, each having a computer? Each having a computer, we played the online co op. The
2: couch co op, I try to get working by myself, but it's like detecting the remote as player one still and like the keyboard as player one, two as well. And it's, I, it's like, I don't know. It's a little confusing for me at least to get it set up. All right. Interesting. But this would be a great game to play with like Mila. By the way.
1: Did you play uh, um, with mouse or keyboard or controller? I play with mouse and keyboard. Yeah. Cause you, anytime you have that reticle or not a reticle, but you know, like a pointing laser that spins 360, a mouse is always the best way.
2: Oh, yeah, hands down. Even Leslie was like, yeah, I prefer to play with a mouse and keyboard, so I don't have a second mouse and keyboard, so we had to play with
1: two computers. Oh, gotcha, gotcha.
2: Yeah, and actually, now that you say that, I can't imagine playing this on PS5 because of that reticle thingy. Um, It requires so many. You're constantly moving, and you're constantly being attacked from all directions, so you have to have that quickness with the mouse.
1: All right, cool. Yeah, you got
2: it. Shoot his blood and teeth.
0: Cool, cool. All right. This week, as promised, I play, uh I played the Case of the Golden Idol. <clears throat> this is a not really a point-and-click adventure game, but a puzzle adventure game um, that is not made by Lucas Pope. I, I don't know why I thought that, but it is endorsed by him, and I can see why. It's a very good game, and it's kind of like Oberdin, but not as good. Uh, the game is very good. Uh, Obra Dinn's like a masterpiece, in my opinion. So, of course, it's not as good as that. But I think this game is actually very good. Um, if you look at it, when I first saw this game, I thought, oh, it's kind of like ad-libs in a way. Like, you have to fill in the blanks. You collect these words by searching an area, and then you fill in the blanks to try to figure out... Uh, what happened. And it's kind of like that. They give you a few different puzzles. So first, you, you examine this area, or there, there might be multiple screens you need to examine. And it's like a um, hidden items game where you have to click on things, and then they give you uh, words, uh, you know, like cigar or a name or something. And then you can use those words to f- solve a couple different puzzles. One is always just name the people that are involved. And then from that, you also can see what they say and other information from the screen, and you use it to, like a detective, figure out what happened. Uh, it starts you off very easy. The first two, I feel like, are, are really, really easy. And then it jumps uh in Chapter 3 significantly in difficulty. I'm on Chapter 5 or 6, I think, and I don't know how oh, many wow. there are. Damn. Yeah. I got
3: to Chapter 3 and was like, No. (laughs) Honestly, I was mad because I think it was uh, was the one with uh, Sebastian. I'm not going to give it away with the spoilers, Mm -hmm. but it was essentially the dude that went out hunting and then ate. And I I did not agree. I did not agree at all. I was like, I did not come to that decision. I don't think you're correct, (laughs) but fine. And then it significantly got harder and I was like, this is a good game, but... Not for me.
0: <laughs> it's surprisingly difficult. So you're, you're describing the second level where, with the mm-hmm. hunting accident. But the third one where it gets really difficult, I, I was in the same position as you where I was like, this is impossible. I know what this is. I know I have the right answer, but the game is telling me that's incorrect. And I, I thought there must be something I'm missing. And I didn't want to click on the hints. Um, I came back to it later and I looked over everything again all the different areas. And I noticed a key in a door from a certain angle. And I thought, oh, that person would have had access to get into that room with the key in the door. And then it it made sense. Oh, okay. I know what the answer is. And I was able to fill it out. The same thing happened in uh, one of the other levels. Um, I finally, at some point, noticed one detail. And you really do feel like a detective when you're playing this game. It's yeah. a little bit of clue. It's That's a little hard Sherlock to do, yeah, it, it it's tough to do that in a game, but this game does it beautifully, I think. Um, I agree. But there there was one detail that I had overlooked that once I had seen it, I, th- I, I realized, oh, that's why this is incorrect. And it had to do with time. I thought... I was looking at the people and where they were at the time that I was investigating. But then there was a document that showed me, oh, these were the games I was played. This is game one, two, and three. And I realized, oh, the crime happened during game two. And mm. this person wasn't there during game two. Blew the case wide open. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it, it really is great. And the the levels get more and more challenging. And when I start a new one, it's a little overwhelming because...
1: So much new information. Yeah.
0: Ones. So yeah. the first level starts out with just one thing. There's two Characters and one actions happening. It's very simple. But by the time you get to, I think the the fourth one, there's like four different areas you have to explore. There's like six different people, um, maybe more. Are they unrelated, Bobby? No, that's what's really cool. It's a it's a story that carries on, and it's about this golden idol. And the first one takes place like way back in the past, like where it originated from or how the person first got it. And then it kind of follows their um, lineage and how it was handed down and changed hands. And uh, uh, like all this mysterious drama that's happened around this golden idol. So it's um, each level builds upon each other. And also you need to pay attention to each level because... The people will reappear in mm. in other levels, and or maybe it'll be their son or their nephew, um, or maybe there will be something a clue in a previous level that applies to the new one and will help you figure things out. So it all builds on top of each other. You can't just cut straight to level five, you know. Because,
1: Which also probably means you don't want to like let this game sit for too long because you want it fresh in your mind. Fresh, yeah, in your sh-
0: yeah, yeah. It is one, and that's a lot of puzzle games honestly, yeah. is it's so hard. The re-entry into this game after a, a long uh, absence is very difficult. And and that will definitely be the case with this game. Even on a, on a specific level, like that's a good stopping point. I really don't like to stop in the middle of the level. Although I do like that I can just click out of the game and it saves all my progress. Mm-hmm. Like, who, uh, like what names I figured out, what empty blank spaces I've, I've filled in. How so, could it save all of that data? <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't reset it, which I was uh, relieved to find out because I didn't, it, it would have made it so much more difficult. But when I do come back to playing this game, I do have to go back and look at all the different areas and kind of reacquaint myself with it because it's, it's a difficult game. It's very challenging. Uh, Christian, can we look up real quick and see how many chapters there are in this? I'm curious how far I am into this.
1: Bobby is.
3: The- I'd like to go back to this game. This game is really great.
1: Yeah, I th- uh, I think like Bobby said maybe just getting that third puzzle uh, it might you might be like once it happens you're like, "Oh, I need more of this. I need to you know, bust the case wide open a few times. It's weird, Bobby. How one little piece of information can yeah. change the whole thing. Uh,
3: well, it just takes one thread to unravel the whole thing. You know what uh, I mean? And that's the, that's the true with all the cases in real life and stuff too. You yeah. know, like if one the little detail fit, can. The doesn't <laughs> fit, you know. <laughs> you must have quit. That's right. That but uh, yeah. no, I'd like to go back and visit uh, Case of the Golden Idol because, yeah, I love that each chapter, it does kind of connect through one character as well, you know, in their lineage. And I just it, I think it's super cool. And it's a great detective game. But mm-hmm. Yeah, it does get a little years. overwhelming in the very beginning when, yeah, there's so, especially level three onwards. Cause I was yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Like I said, three is a huge jump in difficulty. Okay. So there's 12 chapters. So Jeez. I'm almost halfway through. You're going to go all the way in there? Damn. I don't know. We'll see, man. It could get, uh, if it continues to progress in difficulty, like it is, it's going to be very challenging.
1: Um, can you, I guess you can't brute force these things, huh? There's just too many combinations. Just.
0: Throw in. You can get to a point, so the game will tell you that two or less answers are incorrect mm. if you get to that point. So it, you you can get to a point where it'll say you're very close, mm. but it won't, um, it, it'll always say two or less. So you can't move things around and then it'll say one or less. Right, 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 right. So, it, yeah, it, it's very clever the way that it does that. It, it remains challenging. Um, Is the pickle man
1: as ominous as he looks? I haven't got to the pickle man uh-huh. yet.
0: Uh, I don't know where he's going to come in. I did that level with the uh, guy bursting into flames. It's Pickle pickle man. In this game, it doesn't tutorialize you in any way. I think you just jump right in, and I wasn't even sure what I was doing. I was very confused at first. Um, I kind of stumbled through the first two levels, and then once I figured out, like, oh, this is how the game works, then I went back and looked at the first two levels and kind of just absorbed the information there for what might be relevant for the other chapters or other cases so it's it's a great game i i definitely recommend it um if uh if you played Oberdin din and you like that game this is right along it, it's in the same vein so i'd i'd highly recommend this game the How graphics are
1: like it? early beavis and butthead
0: yeah the <laughs> graphics are not <laughs> super great uh game is 18 dollars, fair price um it and i think if you look up like um a walkthrough of this game it's Gonna be like what, two hours or something? But that's not how long it's going to take you to right. beat this game. There's a lot of contemplation, a lot of thinking involved. It, it's very difficult to judge how long this game should take. It's you. two
1: hours if you make no mistakes. Yeah, and if you, you know de- exactly you know what you're
0: everything. doing, yeah. mm-hmm. you're just right. And you'll make in
3: mistakes. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. It de- depends on how good of a detective you are. Hmm. Wow. yeah
3: i found too like i feel like a lot of times graphics you know they could go either way i feel like it does depend on the game and like with this game and the graphics that it is i really i like the graphics for this kind of a game you know what i mean mm-hmm. there's just some graphics that are just absolute trash like then the game i'm gonna talk about next the isle of pan garbage <laughs> so moving on i played i found this game on the next fest and i tried the demo and, uh, because I, I was curious. This is a bit like kind of Pokemon Snap or whatever, if you remember that game back in the day where you're just going around and you're just surveying a land and taking pictures of things. And I was like, this looks like it would be trippy and kind of crazy, and you're just taking pictures of it, it'd be awesome. it wasn't. They show you all of the cool stuff in the trailer, and then you get to see none of that when you play the game. <laughs> <laughs> you walk around, actually, you get to see a little bit of what you're seeing, uh, if you see the little green, cute meadow and stuff. But, it's I don't it was boring like I just thought it was super boring you're walking around and the graphics looked absolutely terrible and it just there wasn't much to the game and it wasn't even much that was cool looking to the game uh I don't know I was severely disappointed it's supposed to come out in December 2022 but I it's a no for me dog Savage. even like in in VR it was still like oh
1: take that Isle of pan
3: yeah not a fan get wrecked fuck off
1: <laughs> fuck off <laughs> <laughs> all right um so i became obsessed with the game to uh this weekend uh i talked to uh chad on the like the day before i was gonna head up there um uh, like thursday or something he's like hey have you tried marvel snap and it's a mobile game and i'm like uh i know he, he's like a big mobile uh game guy he's always playing those catch 'em games and all that stuff you know the Star Wars, all that stuff. He plays a lot of them. So I, I was like, uh, I don't want to go down that road. But I was like, whatever, I'll give it a shot. So, and I'm glad I did. Um, the closest thing I can, uh, if anybody's played thirteen card poker, um, that's like as close as I can like say what it is. There's three lanes, and you want to be, you want to win two of the three lanes by the end, and you have uh, characters. Marvel characters are all the most popular ones, and they do different things. They have different power amounts, but it's not not like Magic where they're fighting each other or anything like that. All you have to do is have the most power rating in one of the lanes, and um, you'll win that lane. There's only six rounds. A whole game is like three minutes, maybe two, three minutes. It's super fun, very casual, but also... It forces you. You can only play in ranked. So after you play your initial, like, I don't know, 10 matches of, like, learning how to play, you're forced into ranked from then on. So the experience cubes, um, you you play for experience cubes. Uh, and It's kind of like an ante. So you can, like, ante up, and you have to play one cube per round. There's six rounds, whatever. So it ends up, uh, however it works out. The minimum you can lose is one cube each or two cubes each. Uh, But if you think you're going to win for sure, the earlier on you snap, basically doubling down, you're doubling the amount that you're, uh, you're risking. And so the other player, if they feel really bad about their hand or how they're going, they can fold. They can get out of the game and only lose their ante, much like poker, or they can match your snap and uh double up as well and so the risks for everything get doubled and so this is how you this is how you level up so if you're level 15 and you lose a bunch of matches that you snapped in a row you could be level 12 like in a few in a few uh minutes you know i think i think a lot of casual people uh, you know are playing this right now I don't think they uh, they don't they don't know like advanced tactics and stuff. Haven't been playing card games their entire lives. So Chad and I are just like fucking wrecking people all the way through. But you know, you get to a certain point where you know, like I found my level. I'm like right around twenty eight, and I'm you know fluctuating. I'm, I'm going up, leveling. But yeah, there is consequences to losing as far as the pay to win there's none of that there's no rarity in the cards the cards like my best deck is still predominantly the first cards that i got like it there's no like super rare card that's gonna destroy the only thing you level up cards but it's only aesthetic they only get prettier so um as you level up the aesthetic you'll unlock more cards and uh, your deck is only 12 cards, too. It's very um, accessible. Accessible. Um, the other thing that keeps the game really fresh is the three lanes. Um, each one has its own rules going on. So it might be like a central park. And so it fills the game board with squirrels. And so that has all kinds of weird things that it that does. Or the danger room, where any creature put there has a twenty five percent chance of dying as soon as you put it there. Or the gamma room, where on turn five everything here will become a Hulk, which is a twelve point creature. So all kinds of stuff is going on. Uh, but it is not hard, uh very easy to pick up, uh, probably eh, I wouldn't say super hard to master, but you know. It, I'm having a great time with it.
0: I don't really understand the mechanics of the game. So, is it? I, I know the three lanes, but basically, do you you play here like cards that have heroes on them, and they just have a number that's like it, it, how it's much like,
1: power they have? Yeah.
0: Okay, and so you want to have the most power? Yeah, pretty
1: much. Yep. Okay. Uh, but then each, you know, they all have little abilities, right?
0: Oh, okay. So, so you like do things as you play them.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like uh, Odin will make, um, and everybody who had a reveal ability, which is like. Because you put, you can't see what the other person is doing. You do your move. They do their move. And then it's revealed at the same time. You flip your cards at the same time. And then whatever goes down happens. If you play Odin, all the reveal abilities of all your cards ha- double again. So uh, you build a deck around him. You'll just, because he's a six drop, he's the last one you put down. So it'll be like uh, double all your reveal abilities. So you'll build a reveal deck Uh, just around yeah like I said and anyway uh, so 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 what's the catch here
0: like how do they monetize this Uh,
1: just a season pass as far as I can tell like okay I I was not I was very impressed with the whole thing there's no like pay to win Um, I I bought the season pass for ten bucks and that just you know let you get experience faster which makes you get cards faster but if you just standard play you can get everything you can get the premium currency through regular play and so yeah uh the, the it's a great way that they monetize it they really threw a lot of money at this too um like if you watch the trailer for this it has uh um who's the agent of shield the black guy anyway
0: nick fury yeah
1: nick fury and it's like mean samuel jackson it's samuel jackson makes like, windu yeah, it makes Windu. Um, yeah, and there's like a whole scene, like, and it's well shot and all that. You know, they got that Marvel money. So, uh, yeah, I think this is going to be a cash cow for them, although not predatory. I, at least I didn't think so. And I didn't have to buy that $10 thing at all. Like, I only just did it kind of to keep up with Chad because he was getting so many more cards than I was. But it doesn't make you more strong. It just makes you, it allows you to have different deck types. That's all. the The starting cards are super strong. Hmm. Yeah, you start with Hulk. He's a 12 power or maybe runner.
0: down at level 28 dude. I don't know yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe when you start getting into the big leagues. Oh,
1: no, yeah, I know
0: the meta changes
1: No, but there isn't that's the thing like I probably have 75% of the cards already hmm. You know, hmm. and there's not that many cards. I'm sure next season. There'll be a bunch more but um, yeah Yeah, really well balanced I
2: mean, I mean if it is what you say it is and it's not predatory It might be a mobile game that I can finally get into
1: yeah, I mean, I don't like mobile games and, you know and two or three minutes a game like it's great it's so casual in that way and that whole snapping thing man like you're like Psh, i got this snap them and then uh you know then you in the bluesy and you're like fuck i lost i lost level 28 i'm level 26 again you know it's it's good
2: it, is it am i understanding this i i just quickly looked up cuz i was curious it says the max level is 22366 that can't be right right
1: i don't know i don't know but basically you're anteing your experience, you know? You're and the way that you unlock cards is your level. So you're basically risking your ability to get new cards by uh by, by playing. It's a very good, very good game, very good system. Hmm. All right. Yep. Yeah, cool beans.
3: Cool beans. I was
1: not scorned by it.
3: Yeah, it's good that you weren't scorned by it because uh, I was scorned by scorn. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I tried scorn, uh, cause I was curious just even from the artistic side of things, uh, you know, cause it was inspired by HR Geiger and I'm probably going to butcher his name, but I think it's Sidzlaw Berkinski, uh, Berkins, I, I'm terrible. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, the, so the art. Part of this was really fascinating, I thought. Um I really, really wish this was in VR because I think if it was in VR, one I definitely would have judged it differently. And then two, like it it it's better made for VR. I think it's way more of trying to be like an atmospheric piece than any kind of thing with gameplay because there isn't really much combat in it. The puzzles are super basic and I thought kind of boring and like so much of the game itself i thought was boring even though the atmosphere was so fucking cool so it's like i really wish it just would have been vr because it it would have been a phenomenal creepy twisted vr game but because it's not i do feel like it really lacks when you're trying to actually just like play it uh i don't know i ended up getting bored by it but it's also kind of fascinating it was a good move to put it on xbox game pass and it'd be free i would check it out and see how long you can play it I mean, I played it for maybe about an hour, and then I was like, "Yeah, I'm bored." And then I watched a bit more of it because I was a little curious of the of the story. And um, I don't know; I it just kind of lost thunder for me, even though it was kind of neat. I think it would have made the world if it was just in VR.
1: I, even I, think, I haven't uh, played it. I have to agree with you. It's like, if you're if you're selling atmosphere, why not uh, put it in the best atmosphere engine you can?
2: Exactly. I was gonna say. I think this game. If they made it, like, into a Doom clone, like a boomer shooter, just this atmosphere would be so fucking cool. Yeah. Um, Like, it would be so gnarly and so creepy. Or, like, make it like a hunt game, like Alien Isolation or something like that, where something's trying to kill you the whole time. Because, dude, everything, every single person I know that's played this game is, says the same thing. It's boring.
3: Well, I kind of get what they're getting at, though, too, man, is that, like, it's not really meant to be, like, a true shooter or anything like that. Like, it is kind of navigating through this labyrinth and this world because that's how, at least, like, looking into the artist, like, that's kind of how they would want it, you know? But, yeah, if you're going to make an entire, like... Our unique hybrid game piece thing, I still just think it should have been put on VR. It would have been it would have been absolutely spectacular and something like that, because VR is really a wonderful area to develop these kind of hybrids of stuff, you know, and I get why they wanted to do so much more focus on these kind of puzzles, because H.R. Geiger has a huge relaying theme of Insertion and so, like, there's a whole bunch of things where you have to insert things in your arm and insert parts of it, and it's just like it's the, it's the, it's it's theme, and I get it, but it's just I I don't know, it falls flat with a game.
1: Hey, Nick, um, were you I know you were waiting for the next generation VR, or what are you thinking about that Oculus Prime or whatever that's called?
2: Mm-mm. Um, oh, dude, dude, for that price tag, I'd rather just buy an index and not deal with Facebook at all.
1: Yeah, what is it? Fifteen hundred bucks, I think. Right,
2: it's thirteen hundred for the base model.
1: Thirteen hundred, yeah, it's pricey yeah,
2: it's, for the base model. Yeah, and I what? Think it, there's one that comes with like a cord that you need or something like that. That's like fifteen.
3: Okay, I really, I really don't think VR is where it should be for that kind of a price tag, but I don't know. I, I think companies
2: neat. need to learn to take a hit on VR like they do for consoles, because like. What was it when they sold the PS Five? They were taking a hundred and fifty dollar hit on every single console sold, but like it turned out that they made just a crap ton of money when they ended up
1: yeah not on the worrying software. about how
2: much they made. Yeah, if someone yeah. has the console, they're gonna use it, dude. Yeah, like they're they're gonna buy games for it, and when your when your game when your game when your game like income is sold, and you get like ten dollars a copy, and you know a game sells fucking a million copies like GTA, then yeah everybody's making money,
1: you know uh like old zucky he's uh he was on he was on rogan and uh, a very good interview. i highly suggest everybody listen to it um yeah, like i said before he, he came off as human for the first time, so I thought that was pretty good uh but he talks about you know he it's not so much gaming gaming isn't really his focus with this uh, mostly he's like trying to connect people or whatever so uh, I think he's going more towards the he really, really thinks that office meetings is going to happen in a virtual or AR space pretty soon, and he wants to be on the front line of that. So, uh, for
0: know, a, people have a t- have a hard enough time figuring out Zoom.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, I, I we've all think been that's in those a meetings. pipe dream.
2: <laughs> yeah, wait, like twenty years when all those people that suck at IT die. Uh, yeah, well, maybe, maybe we he, might get where thirty percent of people can do it. He wants to be on the cutting edge, but like he made this thing or they released this thing and they're like we just added leg to uh, like our yeah. our chat space and everyone's like dude <laughs> you're fucking behind hurry up <laughs> like get <laughs> up here like legs it's been around for a while let's go <laughs> yeah.
1: but if um if it starts going the way that he wants it to go or whatever um even his own company i think he tried to start having ar meetings and they're like yeah we don't own this thing Dude, we all don't we all have VR. His own company, his own employees were like, we don't have VR. So he had to hand out a bunch of headsets. But, um, yeah. My like, buddy
2: has been testing this for the past five months. Like, he he's part of the dev team for it. Okay. And he's like, yeah, it's exactly what it is. No one fucking has one. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's like the dev team doesn't need to do meetings with this thing. And the people that want to do meetings in AR just don't go to the fucking device cafe and get one for free. Cause, dude, I, I've been to the Facebook campus. It, it's a trip. It's I would love to try to work for them or something. But you literally can go to a vending machine, type in a button, and like, boom, new computer. Yeah. And like, it's a, it's assigned to your badge. Like, you need headphones? Boom, brand new bed a brand new set of headphones. There is no like, go to the tech guy and ask for the te- and sign out a, a thing. No, it's not even close to that. It's just scan your badge, get your shit, go, do your work. Like, you can drink at work. There's they give you taxi vouchers to be able to go home if you get too drunk at work. <laughs> there's there's 24 places to eat on the campus to include like a ridiculously good bur- like uh, barbecue spot and and like there's Indian food, barbecue food, vegan food, vegetarian food.
1: Is that in the Bay Area?
2: Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in San Mateo. I don't know.
3: That's um, where all your data dollars are going. Is for that.
1: Yeah. Speaking and of. It's, tech and uh bay area i think google is uh headquarters up there and they make the pixel phone um i just switched back to a pixel after having my samsung note 20 ultra for
3: was it because you took my phone <laughs>
2: <laughs> where's my phone guys we, we were looking for days's phone
1: for fucking what about 15 minutes when i realized it was in my pocket because we, we have had the exact everybody looking yeah we yeah, have the exact, exact same, same phone, phone with like yeah. The the cases are similar, the whole thing. Um, no. Um, you know, I've missed having a Pixel ever since even though our phone days is incredible. It's one of the best phones I've ever had. Uh Sam is kind of like regretting she wants to go back to it even, uh, from the Pixel. Uh just because it's the Pixels has its own way of working. It's not like Samsung's. Um so anyway, yeah, it's- it uh probably has the best point and click camera in the uh in the whole space right now uh the the pictures that i'm taking are um if it's not incredible on the first shot the the editing tool is so easy it's like do you like your picture or do you want one of these other four variants and these other four variants are like so good. Uh, you could add portrait mode afterwards if you want. You could ask, add motion blur. You can do so much stuff with this um, with this uh, camera and the phone. It, it and the UI. I personally really like the UI. Uh, the Samsung phones it always has a bar on the bottom for a home button and a back button, and that's taking up uh, real estate on your on your phone. You know, so this doesn't have that it um you you go the back button and the home button are through gestures so you get a lot more re- uh screen real estate you're not losing 15 percent to to a little bar at the bottom that's making buttons for you so i appreciated that part uh the camera's been great the price is really good the um the regular one is like 500 bucks i think mm-hmm. maybe 600 and then the pro is like Eight or nine hundred, something like that. And then they gave me 500 bucks for my old phone. So, like, oh, and then they give you $200 Google credit on the Google store. So, Mm -hmm. like, really, if you count that in, I I paid like 150 bucks for this phone. So, um, and I have the best camera available, you know, and a UI that I appreciate more. Um,
2: I have a question for you. Go ahead. So, I have a Pixel 6, right? Mm -hmm. Did you, um, did it tell you that you can take photos by double tapping the, um, yeah. Lock button. Yeah. And then uh-huh. pressing the down button on the volume. Yes. Yeah, dude. It's like, for for those who don't have a Pixel, there's a bunch of gestures that are not exactly unique to the Pixel, but the way they do them is really awesome. The time it takes to pull out your phone, double tap the lock button, and press the 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 volume down button all at the same time, like, to take a picture of, like, an event, like, say, like, your kid is chasing a dog and it looks hilarious by the time you get it up to point the camera, like it's already ready to go. Yeah. Like, and, like some, some phones, like you click the camera app. It's like, it takes 12 seconds to load the fucking app. It takes all this other shit. And then you're just like, Oh, well there goes the moment,
1: you know? And not just that, but if you're like in a real hurry and you take a blurry picture, cause you're moving the camera when you took it, it's got this fix a picture ability. Cause it's all mm-hmm. doing it you know, using, um, AI. So, um, it figures out why it's blurry and it unblurs your pictures, not just that, but you can go into all your old pictures in Google Uh photos and you can fix them all. You can just go one by one and just like lighting them up and all this stuff. So you don't have to have had taken the picture with this thing in order to use, use it for the editing. Like it, it can fix any picture basically. Yeah. It's incredible, guys. Like, it's Dude, so good. You know good.
2: what I love about the, the the Pixelverse, right, or whatever, is that you get these daily or weekly reminders where it's like, a year ago you took these photos. And then you're like, oh, yeah, my daughter couldn't even stand up then. Or like, yeah. oh, yeah, five years ago I got really drunk
1: at this bar and, you know, yeah. met my wife or whatever. It'll like, make a collage and it'll put music yeah. behind it and it'll be like, hey, check this out. We thought you might appreciate this. And you're like, and, I do appreciate this. It's awesome. <laughs>
2: You know, you can order any photo as a physical photo uh,
1: from Google Photos. That makes sense.
2: Mm-hmm. You just click on the item. You just add it to a, a library and then just go to Google Photos and then you can go to the Google Photos app and then click order and you just check which ones you want to order and how big you want them and how small you want them. You pick them up at Walgreens.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, for, cool. especially for the price, like my old phone was 1200 bucks. This was $900. It's, it competes, you know? Um, I think it's probably the best value out there for sure. Yeah. Bobby, is yeah, time? I never will go back to a.
0: I don't know, it. man. I'm just, I I want to see how long my Pixel 2 can go, <laughs> dude. It's going to distance.
2: <laughs> I still have a Pixel 2. Like, I have one, like, as a backup phone. Mm-hmm. That shit was still working when, when my wife broke her phone, like, six months ago, seven months ago. She That's used it for cool like one. a month and she's yeah. like, this shit still goes.
0: I'm, I'm on like four years and a couple months with this phone. I had a Note four for four years and the battery started going, but that's when batteries were replaceable in phones back then. Mm-hmm. But I eventually uh sold it and got the the Pixel too. But this thing's just been a tank. And I I never use my camera except to take pictures of things at work, like if I need a serial number or a barcode or something, you know, things like that. So I, I'm not too concerned about the camera. And I got to say, there are a few things that I'm starting to notice. It doesn't get updates anymore, like security updates it'll get. Uh, The built-in email um, application won't load pictures, uh, but I just switched (laughs) to Outlook now. Yeah, you know, little things like that. You know, sometimes it crashes when I'm scrolling through the Google feed or whatever. It's pretty rare, though. Little things, but I mean, I can live with it. But yeah, dude, I paid $800 for this phone when it came out back in 2018. So it's, uh, it's pretty good if the new, I, I just figured prices were just going to keep going up and up and up.
1: Yeah. They, uh, because they're not putting the top hardware and it, it does everything that smart through software, um, they're saving a lot of money on hardware so they can sell it at those cheaper price. Uh, Chris, I just put two pictures on uh real life share just to show, uh, they didn't look this good, uh, when I took them. But you literally, you hit, you look at the picture, you hit the edit button, you hit another button, and it's done. Like I thought they were really good pictures, considering Mm -hmm. I had a big fucking flashlight right in my face. But uh, yeah, that's Christian's birthday.
2: Are these good
0: pictures? I think so. They look good on my phone, anyway. Yeah, cool. All right. Nice. So we're going to move on to listener questions, but we're going to we're going to put off answering some of the questions because we're saving them for our Halloween episode, which is going to be next week. We're recording it live at 12 PM PST. So check us out net. You can get to our Twitch channel. Um, <laughs> there may even be some people dressed up in costumes, although you can only see us from like the neck up. So, you know, make sure you dress up from the neck up is what I'm saying. If you choose to do that, but, uh, yeah, we're going to talk all about, um, Video Games answer your scary questions next week so check us out live. Uh quick shout out to the drill bit subscribing for 17 months. He says Emilio looks like the Mexican Shrek. Okay. I'll take that. There's your Halloween <laughs> costume. And Smajef 31 months says hello friends.
1: He also says the Pixel 7 Pro is the best Android experience I've had since the OG Pixel. Since the device, I've had uh, 3, 4, 5G, and the Samsung S22. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting.
0: Yeah. I'll, I, well, that's Jeff Sunday. That's a different Jeff. Oh, Jeff Sunday. Um, all these Jeffs. Yeah. I mean, I will, I, mean stick with, uh, I, I will stick with the Pixel phones just because I had Samsungs for a long time, and they throw on all these extra apps on there there's just a bunch of crap i don't know if they still do it but that's how it used to be the
2: bloatware yeah that's, and then when it's I, still there
0: it, okay and when i got a mm-hmm. pixel i was just like oh, okay they put on the google apps and that's it you know and it, it was just like a lot I, yeah i, I
2: don't and know and you can uninstall those too you can uninstall some of the google apps
0: yeah samsung yeah. won't let you
1: uninstall the samsung apps
0: yeah it had like yeah. a like a football tv one and like all this other garbage that i just wouldn't ever used
1: um yeah one one last thing uh the my Samsung had, uh, you know, had all the Samsung stuff, and then it has all the T-Mobile stuff on top of that. And I'm still with T-Mobile, but I have none of the bloatware on this phone. There's zero, zero T-Mobile presence That's on nice. it. So it's very nice.
0: The one thing my Note 4 did have that I miss, it had uh, something in it that the Pixel doesn't that let me download an app and use it as a remote control for my TV so I could turn my TV on with my phone. That was kind of nice. You can do that now. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: Dex.
2: Um, The Samsung Dex, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I do that with my LG TV for my daughter in her room. Like,
0: is it through Chromecast though? Because I know you can do that with like a Chromecast or a Fire Stick or something. Mm -mm, But this just like actually, like I downloaded the Samsung Remote app for. um, It's
1: called Dex now. It basically puts your screen on the screen up and it's a one-to-one. So if you move around like the stylus would be your mouse. Basically,
0: no, no. This no. is not what I'm
1: talking about. Uh,
0: I'm talking about like you know you have a, you buy a TV, you get a remote control. Oh, I had that gotcha. on my phone. I'm there's, sure
1: there's good an app. There's probably another app that does that. Well, you
0: know, I looked it up at the time, and it wasn't a matter of it being an app. It was the hardware. Like there was like an infrared thing in the in the Note 4 that allowed uh, me to actually do that. I downloaded the same app on the Pixel. It interesting. Work.
2: Yeah. Interesting.
0: Anyway, let's get to our listener question here. This is coming from Hogglefosh. And he has a hypothetical question for us. A neuralink allows you to enter a fully immersive reality where every aspect is your choosing. Uh, when linked, your body is hooked up to adequate nutrient intake and muscle stimulus. Do you get the operation, assuming, assuming it has the safety risks of other procedures such as plastic surgery? And two, what if entering the linked state is permanent? Do you swap reality for your perfect virtualized world?
1: Added incentive. If every human did this, it would be completely environmentally sustainable. Um, You're basically talking about heaven for me, man. It's like the
0: Matrix, but with no drawbacks.
1: Yeah, you could, um, I would just, (laughs) I would play Helm's Deep over and over and over, you know, like (laughs) keep doing it until I fucking kill all those damn orcs. Uh, And just like, yeah, come up with stuff. For forever, for until I get bored and then I'll off myself, but um I, it all depends on like how my uh, my family, what their situation. Is. I can't just check out. I got a lot of responsibilities. <laughs> Maybe when yeah, I was older, Luna, like right after Bye. responsibilities and pre-dementia would be a perfect spot to like do this. So yes, under those circumstances, a hundred percent. Right I mean, at retirement, you're... at retirement, I would one hundred percent do this.
2: Me and Leslie would send Vivian to like boarding school, and we would just like join the Star Trek universe and just <laughs> just do shit in space,
1: dude. Show her, show her uh, Star Trek bridge crew, and maybe that'll be the the thing to, so that you guys can buy the VR.
2: Yeah, that and I don't have a job still. So. Yeah,
1: you get, get a job, dude. I'm trying. All right.
3: I think uh, I think I would get the operation. Um, and I, I don't know. I'd want to connect into like a way of flying.
1: <laughs> you can do whatever you want yeah. once you're in.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That'd
3: be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I'd be really nervous though about like if it was permanent, I don't know if I'd want to swap my life. I don't think I'd want to swap my life. And then you but might end up if it was living permanent, forever. Can't you
2: just conceivably conceive? Conceivably would just change it. Back
3: yeah, like to it a basically
2: normal reality?
3: Yeah. Right? Like that would be my question is that like if you had to swap it, but it's virtual reality and you can do whatever, like you could in theory just replicate your life. Yeah. I mean you'd be living in the matrix and you would know that it's a lie, but
2: you just you just you just turn on the most basic filter in like everybody's waffles or something. Wow, that's <laughs> like, so well, rude. This
3: is what I had to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: (laughs) Uh, Bobby. Yeah, I don't know, man. It seems kind of fishy. Like, it all sounds really good, but then there's got to be a catch somewhere, right? Or maybe Mm -hmm. I just watched too many movies. And
1: you're almost doing the opposite, right? Because you're like, you're an AI that's in our regular world right now. So it'd be the (laughs) inverse of that. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) All right. Um, I will be playing uh, Plague Tale Requiem coming up uh when do i do the rundown i don't remember should i do it now uh during the credits no during the credits okay what are you guys playing this week
3: oh you know i'm playing tarkov (laughs) (laughs) probably check out some vr stuff days
1: Days was just showing our uh, showing us all her sketches and like my doodles doodles of like i don't know good stuff here circling on the map or whatever she does i don't know what it's all for
3: I drew, like, a car battery because I need car batteries. <laughs> yeah. Car batteries and spark plugs. Uh, so Bobby, it sounds like you're going to keep
1: playing
0: the Golden Idol. Yeah, but I like to play something new. So I'll, I'll find something. You know, I I don't know. I want to get into, like, uh, something for the season, something scary, but not something that's super long. So we'll see. Hi. Hi. It's a surprise. Okay. Bye bye for Thanks.
1: All right. She's, she's stuck in here. She's a permanent fixture now. I'm uh, uh,
2: I'm most likely going to be playing uh more Phasmophobia as as
1: uh Halloween approaches.
0: Nice. All right.
1: Is that everybody? Okay, so um for on the radar, we had Silent Hill F, which was fucking scary. Uh Ken Kenna Bridges Bridge Bridge of Spirits, which was like a third-person cartoony um spirit game we had a hyper demon which was way too hyper for us old people uh teenage mutant ninja turtles it's like 30 games for 30 bucks um a plague tale requiem i'll be playing that next week rats uh evil land um a a game that evolves as you play um in highlights we had rogue genesea uh, which is a vampire survival rotator uh, which is one that's not as pretty. I got Shooter's blood and teeth, which is, uh, uh, orcs shooting stuff as they do. Uh, the case of the golden idol. Bobby's probably going to be finishing that up this week. Maybe if it doesn't get too hard. Uh, Isle of Pan <laughs> garbage. Uh, Marvel Snap, one of the best, uh, mobile games I've played in a long time. Scorn, uh, she was scorn and the Pixel 7, uh, great place to uh, upgrade right now. All right, um, speaking for Nick, Chris, Amanda, Bobby, and myself,
0: Hyper Titties. Bah, 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 bah. Do they still start, call those Steam Pages community hubs? Yeah,
1: they have that. Yes, they do. Okay. Click on it.
0: So the one for Scorn, you could say it's a Scorn hub? Oh! oh. Hey!
1: <laughs> well, Chris was not appreciative yeah. of that.
2: Can we get an in memoriam for Chris's pedo stash?